from the Rugby League Cemetery. This is Bring Out Your Dead. A look at loved or loathed players from the past, from Ainsco to Zillman, from Ignatius to Ziggy. It's shorter than a regular cemetery episode, but still longer than any successful podcast. Who knows what horrors lurk within. Yes, this is the Rugby League Cemetery, and it is another episode of Bring Out Your Dead. These uh, these bite-sized little uh, nibbles of, uh, of cemetery content, and we, we focus on players from the past and players that we love uh, or players that we remember oddly and that kind of thing. And today, uh, we're looking at the man who was the Dally M winger of the year in 2009. Gazzy, who are we talking about this evening? Well, there's nothing bite-sized about this man, Morgie. We are talking <laughs> about Taniella the Tank, Taniella Tuiaki, one of my favourite players of all time, my favourite Tiger of all time, apart from Benji, and just an all-round absolute god of wing play football. Yes. Now, we our, our previous two instalments of this concept were uh, were Tim Smith and Shane Perry, who were both odd in different ways. Uh, Taniella wasn't odd. He was just magnificent. Daniello was one of the most destructive wingers that you will ever see. He had one of the most destructive uh, seasons you'll ever see. It's uh, we'll, we'll post some of his highlights during the week after we get this this episode up and running. But basically, he was like sort of some sort of cross between sort of semi semi round Raja and Manu Vadavai and sort of Matt Utai is, is the best way to describe yeah, it. He, he was that. every bit every bit as destructive as your, your Rad Rajas or Vadavai in that when you gave him a look at the fullback or the winger and no space, he just used to bump him off and score. He just, he just ran over people for fun. And he had this, he was bigger than Matt Utah, but he had that same wide build. He wasn't this tall Rad Raja like sort of Greek God. He was this powerful, wide, quick, strong sort of, there was some similarities to Matt Utah. Yeah. Yeah. Cement block of granite. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Connie Harrell with a lot of pace and a bigger, you know, yeah. like that sort of People, wild. Yeah. Yeah. You think about, oh. um, yeah, I know that video. You, so you've sent me the, the there's a, some God uh, to whom we owe a great debt has posted a nine minute Taniella Chewiaki highlights <laughs> video on YouTube. I don't know who this bloke is. I'd like to meet him or her. Uh, but I got to tell you, it, it got my, it angered up my blood. He, he, you forget, you know, about how good he was and about how exciting he was. When he got the ball down the wing and you saw some poor hapless fullback in the way, <laughs> you, just, you know what I mean? There's a clip, there's a bit of footage on the, on that video. We'll put, as you say, we'll put it up, but it's, I think it's Penrith and he goes past a couple and ends up one-on-one with Lachlan Coote. <laughs> he, just, he just sends him. Like you just, yeah. just a full blown curb stomping. So yeah, bang over you go. Poor old Lachlan Coots just there. Right. <laughs> you talk about him running over hapless fullbacks. There's one of them in there where he gets the ball, runs back infield, throws three roosters off, runs back to his wing, and just clobbers Anthony Minicello. Yeah. <laughs> one of the greatest fullbacks of the modern era, and certainly sort of not small or or, or, or insignificant or weak. Yeah. He just absolutely 
belts him in the corner. He was just a human wrecking ball. To, to say how good he was, like, the, we'll get to this, but he has a really unfortunate, after the best year of his career, he breaks his ankle, retires and never plays again. And there's more to delve into there. But to get a sense of what it would be like now. So if, you, if you're new to the game or you're very young and coming through, just to, it really would quite be like um, Sivo, just... Yeah. breaking his ankle now and never playing again. Like, that's yeah, the yeah, sort yeah. of impact that Teniella had in the hypey build. If Sivo had got through last year, or even now, this sort of two years of, of really just wowing people with those curb-stomping runs down the sideline, that Tedesco run recently where he knocked out Teddy going over him to yeah, score, that's, that's what Teniella used to yeah. do. And the yeah. whole crowd was hyped up and he got winged and all this stuff. If he was to go now, that's how we'd lament this. People would be just going, this is just... Such a loss. Devastating. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and it, it, it was oddly in a way never felt like that because we, we, we will go through it in a moment. But he, he breaks his ankle and he spends a year, he missed the whole season, but they keep acting like he's coming back and trying. And it's not for an entire till 2011 that he actually retires. He has three or four or five operations trying to come back. So for this whole time, you don't really realise what's happened because footballers these days don't retire, do they? Like it's so... We've probably seen three, four, five in their twenties in our lifetime do that. We need yeah, have career-ending, career-ending Dwyer, yeah, yeah. People miss twelve months, they miss six months, but they come back. And he does at the end of two thousand and nine, and he's not there round one. And you go, all right, well, he'll be back during the year. I remember seeing Benji on the Footy Show sledging Bo Ryan, going, you know, you'll be Bo knows New South Wales Cup when when Tony Ellis back from injury and all this stuff. Like, and you go, oh, yeah, well, here he comes, and he just never shows up. And you go, all right. We'll be back eventually. And he just never did. So it was almost, it was very sad, but you never got that, that grieving moment either because he just kept no. thinking he was coming and, and he never came back. My, uh, my old man, who was a Tigers fan, like sort of stopped asking when Taniella was coming back about two years ago. He, <laughs> he was very fond of it. I was always like, whatever happened to that wrecking ball winger we used to have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't have him, I'll tell you what. Oh, absolutely. He was, um, I would put it to you that, there have been wingers who were quicker and there have been wingers who were better finishers and better with the ball and better under the high ball and all of that. But if you just wanted raw, destructive, chaotic power, there's, mm. there's nobody you'd have over him. No, absolutely. Absolutely. There's no way like up a, from there. It was like there's wingers the, with other attributes, but nothing better than at this than what he did. He was, like the, um, he was like the Tasmanian devil from the Looney Tunes. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah sensational yeah. He, 20 and and the side that he played in like the yeah. fact that he got to play with benji marshall just makes it all worth it like someone who was prepared to sort of get the ball out there oh, at any geez, sniff some, of something being on god there's some yeah. football in that video like just some absolute because this is in the era and i'll get to this but there there is this just dream sequence of benji to chris lawrence like young fast tear away rock hard Chris Lawrence and then Taniella all on the one edge. And it is just, mm. you know, you touch the face of God with things like that. It was just sensational. And he, if you want to, yeah. 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 If you want to talk that, there's also a play straight after it where Benji gets it to Gareth Ellis, who cuts out Chris Lawrence, yeah. who hits Taniella down the, the wing, and that's hitting some areas for who to tackle. And then there's also one where Robbie Farrow just skips out a nine, dummies to the block player and throws a fizzing cutout flat ball 
to the centre who hits Taniella <laughs> to get away. There's just a lot of football, isn't there? Like all around yeah, yeah. there. And a lot of guys who you sort of want to watch who you don't want getting the ball. The, like the, Gareth the, Ellis, Chris Lawrence, Robbie Farabin, yeah. and Marshall Taniella. Tim Moulton, of course, the great Well, man. yeah, yeah, forget that. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, that's it. And and, and the, the stats kind of bear that out because in 2009, and, and the Tigers, that Tigers side had a couple of ropey years when Benji had his shoulder problems and all that. Like they win the comp in 05 and then don't do a lot in the next couple of years. And then in 2009, uh, Taniella scores 21 tries in 22 games, which is fairly good going. And, uh, and his top try scorer in the league and wins winger of the year. And the Tigers missed the final, having lost, I think they lost about six or seven in a row in the middle of the season and then come tearing home and miss the finals by a point. Uh, they finish a point behind Parramatta. They lose to Parramatta in round 24, finish a point behind them and go on this run. And Parramatta, of course, finish eighth and go on the run through the finals. But, um, mm. but at that point, when you scored 21 tries in 22 games, uh, he wasn't that young. He, quite, he started quite late. So he was 27, I think, at this point. But mm. at that point, you're expected to think that you've got some fairly good days ahead of you as a footballer when you've had a year like that yeah. on the wing. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, it's funny you mentioned he started uh, a bit older. They found him in um, Sydney rugby. Um, I'm going to suggest to you that he would have been a reasonable prospect in Sydney rugby playing against amateur people going to work. I think that's right. Um, you know, yeah. Monday to Friday and you show up on Saturday, maybe work Christmas party drinks or whatever, work party on a Friday, have a few beers, watch the NRL or the, the Super 15 or something, and you rock up on Saturday a bit dusty and you're marking Taniella. Yeah. Blank. <laughs> no dice. I'm yeah, it's sort of the rugby league. Yeah. I'm pulling hamstring in the warm-up. When Doug Bollinger was playing fifth grade <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the cricket, it's sort of not on. Yeah, um, I think you've got to be... It's, it's fairly, yeah. Uh, you've got to be going down in the warm-up if you turn up at Danny yeah. Ellis, but they've got the 11 or the 14 on in club rugby. Yeah, he. Um, I think um, one, one of the great... In watching that video, there was probably the one quote that will just sum him all up for good and sort of just is Taniella, is that he makes his runs against Newcastle, unfortunately, where he's uh, yeah. off a Dan Toller dropped offload and he storms downfield and beats about six feet, just won't pass, which was his trademark. He'd have all these yeah. unmarked men. There's a yeah, lot of yeah. unmarked men in that video that he doesn't yeah, pass yeah. to. And, and he bumps out of about four of them, goes over, and they go, they, and Vossi just goes, they couldn't stop him. And then he sort of catches himself and goes, well, what would have stopped him? About a foot of concrete. And then Sterlo just goes, I don't know, a sledgehammer. And they're just so wildly <laughs> up off this run. And it's, it's, yeah. it sort of sums it up. It, it, it trademark bullocking runs, all this support, all of whom could score. And he just keeps busting over fullbacks and oh. over the cover defenders. There's he quite really a few of those, tri- um, those highlights break down too because he doesn't pass. To yeah, there's one, where <laughs> so there's, one against Cron- <laughs> there's one really early against Cronulla <laughs> where he can- he gets it out on the wing and he goes past about six and still doesn't score <laughs> because yeah. it's hauled down about 10 yards out and he's got half the side unmarked <laughs> to his right. And it's just like, yeah, nah, bang, have another. He goes past two, two of the two of the Cronulla defenders twice, like shrugs <laughs> them off, they like coming in, he bobs them off again. Uh, it's beautiful. He was, I, I remember him so fondly. Um, Tim Shane's just very funny because he put him in the, Tim Shane's went through a real phase of putting him, him and Chris Lawrence came on around the same time. And mm. Shane's used to put both of them in the second row at different mm. times. They had both of them had real phases, despite being very young and quick and big uh, of mm. being put, being put in the second row. Um, but then he ended up, he, finally in that year, he ended up on the wing for good. 
and made a real and like and had this incredible season. Um, I, I I remember that side so fondly because of him, because of Lawrence, Benji, Gareth, like they were just and Farah, like they were right, so yeah. they were so exciting, and it was never more exciting than when they pulled that big sweep over to the left hand side. Big cutout pass from Benji, two on one. Lawrence at fast at the line, bang, Taniella, steamroll some poor fullback who needs to be dug out of the turf and score mm. in the corner. With the crowd going off their heads at Leichhardt Oval. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Either either when they were up or down by about twenty four points, and it was either mounting the twenty four point comeback or starting the twenty four point rise. Yeah, yeah. You know, to to get in front by twenty four and be nearly run down, or, or or to run down the lead. There's a few of those tries. If you actually stop and look at the scoreboard, there's a lot of thirty to sixes in either direction. So they're either winning or losing at thirty to six yeah, yeah, when yeah. he does that a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Both 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 results, but uh, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's um. I suppose the obvious one we've got to do, we could go on about him for another three hours in, in, in positive terms, but I suppose the obvious thing you got to look at is, is what happened to him. Um, yeah. Is that, you know, you can't really tell his story without telling the story that, that he was someone that was very much abandoned by the game and, and left, you know, so, to be honest with you, it's totally unacceptable what happened to him. He lost his career playing professional rugby league. Uh, he, you know, he describes, he did an article with Nick Walsh on the early, sort of 2013, 2014, and sort of came out and said he still couldn't stand on his ankle for more than 10 minutes at a time. He was trying to get labouring work and work on building sites, but no one could employ him because he can't stand up for 20 minutes. He had five operations, nothing ever fixed it. He's in a lot of pain all the time. And that just basically... He wasn't insured. The game didn't insure him. There was no insurance in place at the time. He got no money out of what happened to him. The, the Tigers didn't look after him or, or get him any work or jobs or anything like that. He was basically out there to fend yourself. And um, as he points out in that episode, uh, sort of in that article, sorry, if he'd done it on a building site, he'd have been on work cover and looked after. But yeah. unfortunately for him, he was, he was a star athlete in professional rugby league in, in a competition making tens and tens of millions of dollars um, from all sorts of revenue, and therefore there was nothing for him. Yeah, and you're right, and, and, it's, and it's pathetic, you know. And it's, it's a disgrace. Yeah, it's pathetic that that was allowed to happen. And you're right, the, the mm. game makes a mozza, and certain players mm. make a mozza, and people who have very little to do with agents make a fortune, and suits at rugby league central and all this kind of thing make a fortune. Um, but but he ended up in Taniela Chuaki ended up in a worse position than he would have been in if he'd never played at all. Hmm. Like he, 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 yeah. he, he would be in a better, he would probably be better. He would like financially and possibly mentally um, be in a better state if he'd never played rugby league. Yeah. yeah. Because, and, and, and never had that injury. Yeah, it, it's just and 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 look, insur- the insurance not having the insurance is pathetic and and un- it, it, there's no excuse for that happening in two thousand and nine. There's just none. No. The, the rugby had it. Um, you know, you'd be, you'd be looking at a million bucks for that if he'd done that yeah. in rugby. Not not yeah. that's what he would have gotten. Um, five hundred grand, a million bucks or something to cover cover lost wages and 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 the surgeries. He got told he needed more surgery and couldn't afford it. That's pathetic. Yeah, that should never happen, and the insurance should be covered. But quite aside from that it still shouldn't be allowed to happen is that it should be a human element to the sport. The Tigers 
have enough money running through them and the clubs have enough money that they still should have looked after him and taken care of him. I believe he said he was offered a job driving a truck straight after it happened. He was still devastated to retire and be stuck there. So he, he buggered off to New Zealand and they basically never inquired after him again. Um, look, I, and to not bag the Tigers too much, it, it, that's unacceptable. I'm sure they wouldn't be the only ones that behaved huh. that way. It was probably not just them, but, you know, that that was their player and their their, their guy. And, and I think you owe people a little bit more than that um, out of just being decent people and being decent to the people that play the game and are involved in the game. Yeah. Um, it, it's, you know... It's totally unprofessional that there was no insurance, but I'd like to think even without of all that, that someone might have said at some point in that organisation in 2011, 2012, 2013, hey, where's Taniello? Is he going all right? Can we have a look what's doing? Like, how, how's he going? You know? Yeah, like, and in the league as well. Can we help him? You know? in, yeah. In, in the, yeah, in, in the, the league. league. Yeah, yeah, that's right. In the league, but, yeah. but at the Tigers, absolutely. Is there anything we can do for the bloke? Um, yeah. Yeah, and, that, and that's it. You know, he... Um, that, that was a terrible injury that... Mm-hmm. happens to one player, you know, like every five years. So it was mm-hmm. quite an innocuous tackle. There was nothing particularly, it just, mm-hmm. it was just terribly. Unfair. People break their ankle all the time. Like it's yeah, yeah, not an uncommon right. football injury, you know? Yeah. Um, and he, yeah, he ended up in, in a worse position than if he'd never played the game. And that should just never have been allowed to happen. Uh, and unfortunately, and, 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 and sadly it happened at the same club twice in three years. Um, because Taniella Chuiaki suffered this, suffered this terrible ankle injury and, and never played again uh, and, and disappeared from the game and, and kind of disappeared from the orbit of the game. And so did Simon Dwyer uh, two years later, or less than about 18 months later in the middle of the 2011 season. He had a terrible injury, uh, ripped, ripped a couple of nerves off his spinal cord, which is horrendous, uh, and, and never played again and had his arm in a sling several years later and basically told the same story that once he, once he wasn't a player, he, he was, he wasn't anyone. He, he didn't get support. Uh, he, nobody really wanted to know him. And he, he was in the same position where he couldn't work and all of this kind of thing. Um, it's yeah, it, it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, and you would hope that you, you would hope that those things aren't allowed to happen anymore. And that there's a bit, that there is some kind of human decency in the game that allows that stuff not to happen. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I, I remember with the Simon Dwyer stuff, there was a situation where I think it took Brad Fitlow to try and get him some work doing like video for the city team and it just should never get to that, you know? Yeah. It's great that Brad Fitler did that, but someone a little bit closer to it beforehand should have done something. And you're right, I mean, it, they're, thankfully they're insured now and there's the, that element's taken care of, but it's not only that. There's the mental side of things and the just basic decency of staying involved and in touch and keeping making them feel a bit of a, a, a part of it. You don't just stop playing one day and, and see you're on your way. Bye. You know, <laughs> we don't want you around anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's it's the young young men who've just sort of had everything ripped away from them, and it's it's it is. It's I, I don't want to make Taniel's. I want to celebrate how good he was, but it, it's how it ended was awful, and it, it needs to be told when you tell this story because people need to know these sort of things happened and that they shouldn't really ever ever happen again. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, that's that's true, and and uh, you, you kind of you want to talk about how good Taniel was, and the, the thing about that Tiger mm. side that, that we were just sort of talking so excitedly about is that they they really suffered um an abnormal amount of of really serious injuries that really derailed a really a bright young side like they had a team 
they had three players in that side um, whose careers were either ended or completely thrown off the rails by really nasty and unusual injuries. They had Taniel Echiwiaki mm. in 2009. They had Simon Dwyer in 2009. And they also had Chris Lawrence, who it seems silly to say it because he's played 250 games now and he's, he's still playing, but he dislocated his hip. And mm. then a couple of years later did his hamstring and he never got as good a career as he has still been able to have. He never got his pace back. He never had that raw, like bristling pace that he had in, uh, in those early years of his career. And he was Michael Jennings fast, like electrically oh, yeah. fast and, and bigger and stronger. He, he was, Big and strong. he so lost his and, uh, pace. He, was, yeah. He, yeah. he became a serviceable first grade player, but he was a ripping fast, powerful, elite center representative, like, fast, like Ferrari center. And he lost all of his pace from those injuries and became good enough to play first grade. That's what yeah. happened. And he still him. is, but he, yeah. And that's it. He, I, I remember one night at Leichhardt, uh, on a Monday night, him getting put away down the short side mm. on the on the hillside at Leichhardt mm. and just absolutely scorching in the rain down the touchline and burning Billy Slater. Billy Slater came across mm. in cover and couldn't get him. He was just going too quick and scoring a match certainly try for the Tigers and, and it was it was so exciting. Um, especially because it was you know it was the storm, it was Billy Slater, but it was yeah that those three guys were entitled to think that they were going to have totally different careers to the ones they ended up having. And the Tigers were entitled mm. to think that they were going to have uh, a really bright few years with these, with these blokes that they had brought mm. through. Um, if you think about by the time they get into the semifinals in 2011, where they finish in the top four, they win in the first week, it's all happening for them, but they end up getting knocked out in the second week to the Warriors. But there's no Simon Dwyer. There's no Taniella Tuiaki and Chris Lawrence is six weeks back off a dislocated hip, you know, mm. that would, that mm. could have been there. That could have been their moment. They could, that, that, those players could have won a comp together. Yeah. And, and look, inexplicably not long after that, um, whatever happened to Benji that I still don't quite understand happened to Benji. And, you know, they, yeah. they inevitably sort of lost him a lot earlier than they really should have as well. So there's probably a lot of guys that when you look at 2009, you're entitled to think that a lot of really, really good days are ahead for a lot of really talented players in there. And um, unfortunately for quite a few of them, the best days that we would ever see of their careers, be it uh, Taniella, Dwyer, Lawrence, and even Benji, really, that were in the past. It was in, the, it was in that, yeah. that, that little period. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Um, can we... I, you're right. We, well, there are so many good Taniella memories. Can I just nominate uh, a shot? It, it's actually, for a guy who's, who was winning of the year and scored 21 tries in a season, I'd like to nominate a tackle. Um, in which he flies up. <laughs> if people talk about George Tafua and Steve Maddock, can I suggest that Daniela Chuiaki shot on Joel Reddy <laughs> in, this, in that video? Oh, my yeah. God. Just like amateur chiropractic. Uh, he hit him so hard, Joel thought he was the phantom biter by the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was playing in the drawn grand final. Fair income. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it looked unpleasant. Find a new job, Joel. That looked no fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's not much good. He, yeah. um, to anyone who ever marked up on Joel, on, on, to anyone who ever marked up on Taniella Tuaki, Joel Reddy, and many others out there, uh, we salute you. 
you're thoughts mad. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's absolutely right. It's a pretty good season, isn't it? Twenty-one tries, playing the way he did. Like it, those sort of wingers, they don't they do a lot of destruction and they cart the ball back very well. But you don't necessarily sound stupid to say, but you don't necessarily associate them with scoring like re- week in week out, like topping the try scoring list. Yeah, yeah, it's um, you know, it doesn't hurt to have Benji and Chris Lawrence in oh, there yeah. and, and feeding you a bit. And 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 the thing is, he always backed himself. We spoke about him not passing. Yeah, yeah. If there was a, if there was a chance, he had a run, and he was good enough. I, I heard Tim Sheens actually say that things were going well for him because he'd moved out. He used to live with Fooey Fooey Moi Moi, and they he said that when he was with <laughs> Fooey, he was eating a lot, and he'd been a bit more professional living with Benji. He was helping him watch his oh, diet. So yeah, so apparently, him and Fooey cooking like <laughs> Monday night dinner was a bit of a scene. Benji and Tim Moulton had him watching his diet a bit better. So, um, yeah, that, I don't know whether that helped. Maybe Benji had him off the pasta. And the, I know Philly likes a bit of horse, which is a tongue and delicacy. He, so I don't, he, know, he, don't know if they had him off the horse and onto the uh, onto the pasta or something. Yeah, a bit possibly. Less but, yeah, that uh, whatever right. it was, uh, it was one of the great seasons and he was one of the great players to watch. Yeah. That's absolutely right. We love Taniella. We're glad to have spoken about Taniella. Gaz, do you have any further Taniella Tuiaki thoughts that you want to share? Uh, no, I love Taniella the tank. I love him to death. We're going to put that video up. I want everyone to watch it. It's we a might lot, put a video up. this episode. That's right. We might put a we might put a, 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 the question up. Who your fa- who's your favourite destructive winger is? We might put that up on the Facebook page. Like not we don't want fast. We don't want acrobatic. We want no. pure unadulterated no. destruction. We want your mana violence. Matt Utai, Akili Uate, you know, your full-blown bang, have a bit of that kind of wingers. Yeah, yeah. violence. Just... Yeah, violence. That's right. Yeah. Violence and yeah. destruction. Yeah. Uh, we might put that up through the week. <laughs> Thank you, Gazzy. I'm glad this, this is cathartic for us to be able to, you know, because Taniel has, has been on our minds ever since. Mm, never, and always will be. And always will be. We've never forgotten. So, Taniel Atiwiaki, we salute you. Thanks for joining us on the Rugby League Cemetery. As I said, the crowd right into it. Here's Tuarki. The runaway train is on its way again. 